Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the skeptical inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Welcome to the March issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. And Dave. And here we are, back in March. Uh, toys. <laughs> so many toys coming out. The marketing for Dominion is shifting into high gear, so we've got a lot of stuff for Dominion to talk about. Um, and the special effects magazine, Fangoria, has uh, got us up and close and personal with some of the new animatronics <clears throat> coming out in Dominion as well, so we're going to talk about that a little later. But in the meantime... Uh, March signifies our uh, our birthday, and we've just turned five years old for the Jurassic Minutes podcast, um, going all the way back to the Lost World Minutes, back in 2017. And can't believe it's been five years already we've been doing this. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, just during the uh, during the Lost World Minute, we did cover um, or do a review of Fallen Kingdom, so that's just how far behind uh, the current <laughs> release schedule we are. Um, so again, if we get to Dominion in two years' time, it's not really going to matter because that's that's pretty much the same pace we've been keeping the whole time. So, um, yeah, five years. Thanks, Dave, for uh, for joining me on some of these weekends. Sometimes we've had to bend over backwards to make times line up. Um, <laughs> having having to do the same if we wanted to get guests on that sort of thing. So, um, thanks to you for all your efforts and uh, sitting beside you, uh, sitting beside me each week, recording and talking about these films. No problem. Thanks for the great idea of doing these. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, enough about ourselves. Well, we'll keep on going about ourselves. Uh, <laughs> recent toy prop purchases. I'll go quickly. Uh, I picked up the Lost World Matchbox Garage set um, from back in the day. I'd, I'd got a mint in box, and I've never wanted to open it because I've seen the, the resale prices for the, uh, the mint in box Matchbox stuff going pretty high, so... End up find found a uh, open one locally, complete, um, but I can play off it. So, <laughs> and I just love there's so much detail and the, the painted Raptors, the uh, the garage roof, the tiles, and it's not the worker village we got, but um, it gives us a good little insight as what that uh, that village might have been if we got more of a uh, a playset for it. I always really enjoyed the mic the uh, matchbox stuff for the lost world i thought that the um garage was cool and i was really like the um commercial that they did for it too mm. yeah i've got the gas <clears throat> station in box too i need to find that because um, it's yes. it's sort of closer to what we get in the film um mm -hmm. just, but again just the detail the vines the the um the, the rundown buildings it's a lot of detail for uh for a matchbox set so um that was that was great there. Set, and, um, and then they had the micro machines operation building at the end there, so that we got like a kind of a mismatch scale worker village. Yeah, it's a shame, but at the um, I won't call it micro machines, but the little play sets are coming back for Dominion. Um, we had one pretty poor one for Jurassic World, 
but um, we'll discuss that a little bit later as well. Um, but that's my measly little offerings for March. David, you have something really good to talk about. Yes. Yeah, so the um, the Jurassic World, I'm sorry, the Jurassic Park three T Rex from W Dragon got to be and i gotta say it looks magnificent it looks much better than the site pictures that you'll find on sugo toys which is where i ordered mine the colors really pop the um the patterning is really strong the sculpt is perfect this is really worth every every dollar hmm. i did have it in the news uh, early on for march but um since it's come and you've picked it up already i thought we'll talk a little bit about it here Look, it's massive too, 55 centimetres high, uh, long and um, 25 centimetres tall, whatever that converts into inches. Um, nearly two foot, two foot long. So. Oh no! I'm sorry. That's that's the that's the other one. That's the um other one. The one I got is the dress Park three one. Uh, oh, this is the male. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking sorry, at the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong <laughs> that uh, one I would like to pick up, but I just cannot justify that price. It is. It is pretty high. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, this one, yeah, the one I picked up is like half the size. It's one, it's one thirty-fifth scale, so it's the same scale as the Lost World one that W Dragon released. Mm-hmm. The difference being that this one is um, much more detailed and licensed, of course, as well. So the base comes with the Jurassic Park three logo on it, and not just a generic rocky base. Mm-hmm. Is it? You can take it off the base the same as the the male one I was looking at before. You can, but the foot is raised up and it's uh, in a walking pose, so it's got a little metal peg on the bottom of the foot that's touching the ground that it sticks into the base. Yeah. So I mean, you can take it off the base, but you're not going to be able to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you did mention before how much better it looks compared to the marketing photos. I noticed with that one yeah. before, and maybe just because it's in a in a light box or something, it's it's a lot shinier than I'd imagine it would be in real life, just because of the lighting they got on it. It's I don't know if it's the paint or the lighting, but on the website, I think it might be the lighting because it's kind of dark and they've got it on a dark background, and the lighting is kind of high contrast. Hmm. Where in the photos that I took, I took some outside kind of glamour shots with it it was in the shade but it was a sunny day so you kind of really got to see that distinct kind of patterning that is in the paint yeah and it doesn't look as glossy either um again like just the high powered lights that got pointed <laughs> pointed at it on the website <laughs> makes it look a little bit more glossy but uh, that's it looks fantastic and um you've been showing some uh some great photos of it as well yeah this is a really great photo or i mean great um, statue. <laughs> um, you also picked up a fossil as well. I did, yeah. Earlier this month, on the uh, between the month of the I mean between or the weekend of the fifth and the sixth, there was PaleoFest held in Rockford, Illinois. So that's kind of a major convention where all kinds of paleo nerds, paleontologists come and give lectures and kind of just meet and greet and stuff like that. So while I was there, I picked up an ammonite fossil, and then I picked up a shadow box on eBay for it to display it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, not eBay, uh, Amazon. Yep. yep. They're just great little, um, easy to easy to uh, pose, easy to manage <laughs> little fossils like that. They don't take up a lot of space. Um, mm-hmm. They're pretty versatile too. They're 
pretty hard to break unless you dropped it from a height onto hard ground. So you can let the kids have a look at it and everything else. So has it got the uh, has it been cut with the the gems inside or is it just the outside? Um, it's been it's been uh, bisected, yeah. So oh, yeah. you got the polished inside. You can and it's really nice. Yep, yep. No, very good, very good. Oh, I've got nothing else. Is have you got anything else incoming? Uh, in the postman bringing anything to you, or are you looking at uh, putting deposit down on something new? Um, the only thing I'm waiting on right now is the Legacy Roland and Jeep set, mm-hmm. which, um, oddly, I don't know why Universal decided to do this. Releases on April 17th, which, for those of you who are Christians, is Easter. Oh. There's no mail on Easter. There's no mail on Sunday, period. So I guess I'm going to have to wait a little longer for that one. And you can pretty much go to next year and the year after and see exactly what dates Easter fall on, so... Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a weird one. Um, well, <clears throat> weirdly enough, all the Dominion toys release on Easter. And again, most stores aren't going to be open. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I, um... Recently, there's been some news over here in Australia that uh, there's going to be some other store, retail stores getting in the, the air quotes Target exclusive line, uh, including the Tim and Lex kitchen set and the Roland set. So I might actually be able to pick these up at brick and mortar retail and not pay eBay prices for them, which I'm looking forward to, especially that Roland set. <laughs> Amanda! Ben! Amanda, honey, Dr. Grant said that's a bad ben! idea. What? He says it's a bad idea. What's a bad idea? What was that? Briefly moving over to socials and fandom, of course. Uh, we've just moved into April, and April 1st come around, April Fools. I know it was getting around Twitter a couple of times. I don't know who originally posted it, but the official news that Dominion had been pushed back to 2023. I believed it, because um, waiting to see how Top Gun Maverick goes, I reckon... Uh, it's getting a bit late for them to move it now, but I was expecting them to move it at some point because of uh, current films and the low box office. But that was a very funny one. And also, uh, Collect Jurassic had photos up again. Unsure if it was originally them that made it, but uh, an announcement of a Mattel Visitor Center playset, which made me question slightly too before I started reading comments and uh, realizing it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, that one at least. It was a good one. The delayed, the Dominion is delayed is like, come on, that's that's an obvious <laughs> uh, joke. No, but the at least the collector Jurassic one, I was like, I know it's not real, but I wish it was. You know. Well, my first thought when I was saying is, oh my god, they're doing the visitor center. They can do the opera, the worker village. <laughs> oh, that was my first thought. Then, so it's, it it looks a bit odd. We're not. You're sort of getting a central part of the visitor center and not the whole thing, which, of course, if you're doing a place that you don't want a massive meter, meter round or <laughs> three-foot round uh, hunk of plastic trying to sit on a table somewhere. But then seeing the figures that come with it were all pretty much fe- figures we'd already had previously so they could use those photos to uh, mock the setup and that. It, um, it was good. It was good. I've even mm-hmm. seen people on April 2nd here after... You'd just hit um, April 1st as well, uh, still questioning whether or not it was real or not. <laughs> um, 
There was another one I saw on Instagram that did not get nearly as much traction, but it was the R- somebody mocked up a box art for the RV for the Lost World. And the only thing that was like really made it stand, uh, stand out as a fake was somebody had also photoshopped one of the um, Jurassic World Triceratop renders onto the front. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, besides that, the box art was really beautiful. And I hope if we ever do get an RV, that it does look like that box art. After the last uh, Jurassic Minutes and we um, talked about the Roland and the sauna set, uh, maybe it's just where my mindset was at the moment. I actually had a dream that the RV was being revealed. It was on a table with a green green silk sheet draped over it, and you could just see the perfect silhouette of the RV. I'm thinking, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the RV on my mind this month, and uh, sounds like someone else has as well, and uh, done a good a good uh, mock up of the box art. I'm gonna have to go have a look at that because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'll try to see if I can track down the um, post. Yep, yep. Thank you for that. It'll be uh, it'll be good to see. Come on, Mattel, do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. All right, uh, let's get into some news. Uh, first up, I want to thank collect Jurassic for the fantastic photos and reveals that they've been doing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming for Dominion, the marketing stuff, all the plush toys and activity sets, activity books, all that sort of thing. But to cover it all, we just wanted to discuss a few uh, things here and there. So we're going to look at a couple of things a bit closer. And um, if you want to check out the full line of Mattel stuff that's been released, as well as some fantastic diorama photos, I know that uh, Jurassic Compound's doing as well, and they're being shared over at Collect Jurassic. So... Really taking the uh, these fantastic figures we've got or are getting and doing some great dioramas with them as well. So that is great to see. But I suppose last month we were talking Jurassic World Legacy or Jurassic Park Legacy line. This month we've got another Legacy figure or box set and that's the uh, Kitchen Encounter Pack with a mm-hmm. brand new Lex figure, uh, Timmy, a dredge-free raptor and the Kitchen Diorama. Um, all looking fantastic. There have been some fan questions about uh, Lex coming with a frying pan and not a ladle, soup soup spoon, <laughs> soup ladle. Um, oh, okay, this this looks fantastic, and if this is what we're going to keep on getting from Legacy, I'm um, I'm happy to see it keep coming. I just think it's beautiful that 29 years we finally have a Lex figure. I know that um, Ariana Richards has always been disappointed that she never got a, a figure of herself. So I was kind of trying to get a friend or get her mailing address from a friend who had um, gotten an autograph from her, ma- uh, mailed an autograph from her. And I'm if I don't if somebody else doesn't before me, I was going to want to send Ariana Richards a copy of this set. Mm. I've not I've unfortunately missed out on the pre-order, but I'm still going to try to look for it and try to get it and send it in because I know that. I think that would mean a lot to her. Yep. Yep. And it's a shame. We we I'm pretty sure we would have mentioned back when the uh, the T-Rex breakout set came out, we only got Timmy with that and not the Lex figure, which is a shame now. Trying to find a second Lex figure of someone breaking this set down so you can put her in the Explorer with Timmy uh, for <laughs> that breakout set. I could easily see these three, the, the two human characters and the Raptor being reused with the Alan Grant and doing a control room scene as well. Uh, of course, he probably wouldn't have the Spaz 12, but the control room, the step ladder, um, that nice big 
Nublar map on the wall in the background, and uh, it'd be a quite easy one to do as well. So, or even I don't that... know how much more legacy for the first movie we're gonna get at this point. The only two characters left to do are Wu and Gennaro, and frankly, I'd much prefer Jurassic World era Wu just because he does more in the Jurassic World movies than he did in the first. Yeah, true. Um... And I'm not really sure how many people really want to play with the lawyer with Mega Lost. <laughs> <laughs> how about a uh, how about a, a small uh, lab slash hatchery diorama? We can bring Hammond back, Ellie Grant, and Wu. Uh, Malcolm was sitting off to the side, so we probably don't need to include him in the set just for the price scale or price point. But um, if you are going to bring Wu into a Jurassic Park diorama set, that's probably where you'd do it. Obviously, because that's where we've seen him in the film. Um, I don't know. I, I do know that Hasbro, or I'm sorry, Mattel seems to be moving more towards Lost World stuff for Legacy at this point because we got the Roland set, and then I hear that we're going to get another upcoming Legacy set that's also going to be Lost World themed. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I, I can kind of guess at it, but I really don't. I, no, he, the person wouldn't tell me. He just said it's from Lost World. Yeah, there's two of them. They connect in the middle with a accordion-style connector. That's all we know. <laughs> uh, no, I'm um, I'm I'm clearly although the Mattel Visitor Center playset was a uh, a hoax. I, I I would still love to be able to get these dioramas and stick them together, make a little uh, restaurant as well, cafeteria, dining area, so we can have sort of the internal of the Visitor Center at least. <laughs> With dioramas, but um, that's just that's just me hoping. But again, as you're saying, they seem to be moving into Lost World. There's so much, there's so much they could do. Um, oh, I know. I mean, I was listing, I was listing off some of the things I'd like to see, like um, uh, like Ian Malcolm with the male raptor in the gas station set, kind of doing what they did with the um, legacy set with Lex, Tim, and the raptor. Like, you don't have the full gas station, you just kind of got, like, a pictured background, and it comes with a couple accessories, and Alan, and, I'm sorry, and Ian Malcolm with the male raptor figure. You got Sarah Harding with the baby Stego, got, or maybe even, like, the big Stego. I would love to see Mattel re-sculpt their Stego to be more screen accurate. It would be the first time that we actually got the screen accurate Stegosaurus from The Lost World, because the toy from The Lost World toy line was based on the animatronic. Mm. And, like, then Dieter with, like, Snagger, Humvee, and some compies, and Eddie with the open-top Mercedes, Nick Van Owen with the baby T-Rex, the trailers, and then Kelly. Kelly would come as, like, a, um, as, like, an exclusive part of that set, like uh, her figure did back in The Lost World. Mm. Then you got, like, Ludlow with the male T-Rex. You know? Yeah, well, I'd say I'd say Nick Van Owen, the Baby Rex, and the one of the M class. But a, a good a good one for Sarah and Kelly, I think, is a uh, a foot tall kiln house that just splits in half, and you can put them on different levels, and you got the male one of the male raptors in there as well. Um, we, True, we, could, I, we could spitball a hundred. Like somewhat reluctant to do that size that amount of playset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I really hope, but but again, we could we could spitball a hundred different combinations and places oh, really? and things like that, and um, and Manchisaurus. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Um, I mean, they're doing Dreadnoughtus, so why not? Well, they seem to be get continuing a lot with the uh, the big figures, which we're going to talk about soon as well. So yeah, um, I'm sure that we're going to get more sauropods along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's so funny how Mattel for I mean sorry Hasbro for so many years was just like no way we're doing big sauropods they can't sell nobody wants to buy them nobody can fit them on the shelf and then Mattel's like hold my action figures <laughs> and now we're getting three of them yeah yep anyway we'll finish out on the, the kitchen bracket set before we get uh, the kitchen can set before we get too far away from it uh my only gripe with this is the the characters aren't sort of dirtied up more um you can see there's little dirt spots on Lex's arm and pants and that sort of thing but we know by the time they got to the kitchen Timmy the the white and red striped shirt was pretty much all one color just from the <laughs> the mud and sweat and dirt so but they look fantastic and um yeah the I with Tim and it looks mostly like it was just like a bit of a, some brown stains on the shirt I mm. do agree they could have done more but at the same time I think Mattel wants to kind of keep these figures recognizable you know yep, yep. They want the colors to pop out at the kids. Well, also, too, if you are going to do sort of diorama stuff, you don't want them all dirtied up if you're going to have them. Uh, again, like the um, Jurassic Compound posted, the, the aerial shot of, I've read your book, with Grant in, that, in front of the visitor center, and that sort of diorama as well. You don't want the kids all dirty at the start mm-hmm. there, but, yeah. It's just the two raptors, right? You sure the third one's contained? Yes. Unless they figure out how to open doors. Moving on quickly, we've been talking playsets, and Dominion have got some. Uh, they're not micro. Oh, they'd be nearly micro machine um, scaled little playsets, much like we got with the Microverse stuff for the Lost World, the the mobile lab, and the operations building. I think there was one other as well. Um, but here we got what two we're going to look at is uh, the Giganotosaurus Rampage and the uh, the Mosasaurus Mayhem playset. Just again, little playsets come with the uh, the Mosasaurus, the Giganotosaurus, uh, a little bit of um, building structure as well, some fencing for the uh, Mosasaur to break through on a crane. So, um, just good little things that take up not a lot of room, unlike mm-hmm. the big playsets we wish we had. And um, yeah, and yeah, good little bit of playability and good good level of detail um, on both mm-hmm. the Mosasaurus and the Giganotosaurus as well. Um, yeah. I do like how the Giganotosaurus, like the, even in being in mini scale, it's got a lot of good detail in there. Mm. And the Mosasaurus looks great. I, I actually might pick that one up. I'm not really usually a minis collector, but I do like how the Mosasaurus looks in the in this set. Mm. And the great thing about it is it doesn't have to stand, so you don't have the problem that you got with the Giganotosaurus and the Raptor and have having these sort of overly large feet just so they can um, stay mm-hmm. up, stay upright. But <laughs> Um, again, two little sets. Uh, there are a couple others for Dominion I've seen coming up as well. I don't think there's any spoils here. I don't think the Mosasaur is going to jump a fence and attack a raptor and save someone at the end of the day. I think it's just um, creative liberties they've taken with these play sets. And yeah, if I see a couple of them in stores, I'll be picking them up. Mm-hmm. All right. We mentioned before about Hasbro not wanting to do large figures. Mattel. <laughs> There, uh, we got two to talk about uh, this month. They're doing a reissue of the Super Colossal Trenosaur with a bit of an updated paint colour. Uh, not so much the Jurassic Park paint scheme, but more that darker Dominion um, paint scheme as we've seen in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And one of I the, want it. 
<laughs> now, Dave, we've talked before. Have you got the space? <laughs> no. I've seen your shelves. <laughs> I'll sell my. I'll sell the original orange one though. <laughs> Make room. Yeah. Oh, so this would this would um, replace the original for you? It definitely would. Yes. I do like the d- darker, sort of darker color on a spine, and that sort of matches more of the uh, the animatronic from the original film. Same, yeah. Well, plus I just like how the color scheme in general. That kind of like muddy brown almost reminds me a bit of the Thrasher T Rex. Mm. Yeah, the original was sort of more of that orange color, uh, similar to that orangey brown that the juvenile Kenneth Rex was. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe trying to tie a little bit into the novel there, where you had the red Rex blending the two but oh yeah he is definitely better color i i don't like my chances of being able to sell that original <laughs> t-rex so i will be picking this up but it'll probably be like uh the super colossal Toro and just staying in its box for the time being um until i can find the space to display it <laughs> i do know that i think that i heard that with the original color scheme that that was kind of a universal mandated thing that they wanted these dinosaurs to be bright and colorful and pop off the shelf mm-hmm. for the kids. And Mattel kept trying to be like, but what about the movie? What about the movie? <laughs> and now Mattel's showing that they're being able to sell these figures like hotcakes and they're being rewarded, being allowed to do more movie accurate color schemes. Well, we've seen that with the smaller scale, you fresh and devour and toss and throw and all, all you have a, 14 different Tyrannosaurs we've had in the meantime have all been a lot darker. We've had the greens, the greys, the darker colours to what that original Super Colossal was. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they have been experimenting with the different colours and um, giving us different versions just so we can have the dress of the Tyrannosaur Kingdom uh, on display. But People are like, um, how many T-Rexes are you going to buy? And I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> oh, all of make, them. You make them and they'll, and they'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. On the other hand, something I'm not quite sure about is uh, the other super colossal figure, of course, we're getting is the Atrociraptor. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one is nicknamed Ghost, being the white with uh, brown stripe pattern on it. I, I'm i not ashamed, but I, I did pick up the super colossal blue for some reason. It was on clearance here, and it's been in a garbage bag in its box still in the attic for ever since I got it, because I, I don't know, I got it because it was there. Um, I have no buys remorse but <laughs> i'm not really wanting to display it either because i don't really need a big velociraptor unless it's the lost world one i could repaint it at a later stage but that's a later stage um without knowing the role the atrociraptor's playing dominion at the moment that could turn around and ghost and the other four other three are the main cast we don't know yet we're definitely getting a lot of figures for ghost uh, over the other atrociraptors but is um is a giant velociraptor, a giant atrociraptor on your list of buys? Um, not so much. Maybe if they do the um tiger, which kind of has the Lost World male coloration, but at the same time, I'm just not really falling in love with the atrociraptors. Like, a, and they just kind of seem like stand-ins to do an evil raptor squad, and it, I'm just not digging it. Like, they could, they could have just did, like, the Jurassic Park 3 raptors in their place, and I feel like that would have gotten more interest. Yeah, it's... it's... The earlier films, they just kept on making... changing the raptor designs and making the big bad. We didn't have the carryover of Blue um, being the, the pet raptor. 
and we didn't really talk about this with the uh, the trailer, but having the Retrociraptor come in um, just to be your big bad again, we could have easily had, as you said, the a version of Jurassic Park Three Raptors or even uh, something different uh, come in, or just have Blue be bad, even though from we here she's not going to be in the film a lot anyway. But mm. yeah, like they're not. I suppose the Giganotosaurus and that are coming into beat a big bad over Rex in that as well so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with the film but as I said like, we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of ghost uh, figures in the toy toy line as well so whether uh, whether her and Blue have a final conflict i.e. Blue and the Indomino in, in Raptor the <laughs> Indoraptor or, um, or if that's just where marketing's going we'll see but no, one, one giant super colossal raptor for me is enough <laughs> Speaking of uh, Ghost and um, Dominion figures, um, there's been a few of the human two-packs, Claire and the Dilophosaur, uh, Owen, like the Baby Blue and a Fox, and some other figures as well coming out. Uh, I wanted to briefly touch on the Release and Rampage pack, um, showing off the uh, the Ghost Atrociraptor and one of the human, air quotes, villains we're going to see from Dominion. Um, again, it's good we're seeing human figures from the line. I wanted have a look briefly on the back of the box uh, she's got a controller um, we've wondered if the raptors or if the atrociraptors are going to be controlled during the Malta stuff and it seems like Bison maybe this is a uh, evolution of what we've seen in Camp Cretaceous Season 4 with the uh, the mind control uh, on the carnivores maybe um, Bison has been able to get their hands on that research or that was Bison involved as Manticorp and um, the the mind control is now being used in Dominion. We know something from Camp Cretaceous is coming up in Dominion, whether it's the biomes, uh, whether it's this mind control, but uh, this may be a little hint at it. Mm-hmm. This set, I actually kind of like. I actually might pick this one up just because it looks really cool. And I know that a lot of fans have already kind of talked about using the cage here as a kind of impromptu raptor cage for the uh, main raptors from the first movie. Mm-hmm. So that'd be fun. Again, having to buy multiples, but you could have you could have three or four of these cages stacked up, um, i.e. the kennels in Jurassic Park 3 or something like that too. Just great little great little set background diorama pieces and that for, uh, mm-hmm. for customizations and that. So, yeah. And, of course, all the dinosaurs we got, we didn't talk about with the kitchen uh the kitchen set as well but they're all got the little pull out data discs on their spines so you can um download ar scan whatever that's involved for uh the dominion app and get your dino facts net there so the paddock is quite safe then we have the best structural engineers in the world yeah so did hammond moving away from dominion briefly the hammond collection um We've seen uh, the Malcolm and that coming. We're getting hints now at uh, another Tyrannosaur. So we're going to have a Hammond Collection Tyrannosaur, uh, Triceratops, Gallimimus, uh, Ellie, Grant, and um, the Stratosaurus, and the Lophosaur. So there's a lot coming for uh, the Hammond Collection. We should hopefully see photos coming up shortly. Going after the Paris Lofts, we've forgotten how great that looked. I am excited to see what some of these animals are going to look like. We've never really got a 
where the the uh, Jurassic World Gallimimus sort of had an alright sculpt. The colour was a bit meh on it. I'd love to change out my army of uh, six <laughs> Jurassic World Gallimimuses with some better quality painted ones. Um, but also, too, I just want to see what's, uh, what this Tyrannosaur is going to look like. Oh, I know. <clears throat> I imagine it's probably going to be mostly shrunk down parts from uh, the main model that they have. But I do hope that the coloration is much better. You know, like like exact. <laughs> yeah. well, I've seen some fan uh, creations out there that are just, oh my god, and yeah. Interesting that, um, well, because it's going off the parasaur anyway, if we only got the, uh, the jaw articulation and nothing else, um, well, you haven't got a play feature like your fresh and fro on that, so maybe having a lower price point with um, parts count in, in, the, in the final figure, uh, they can put that extra paint on it and make it really pop and um, mm-hmm. look like the original. Well, plus, the Hammond collection is supposed to be taking over for the um, Amber collection and have this kind of more collector focus, higher quality paint jobs and um, articulation only shrunk down a bit more so that they can sell it better as... Um, being in the same scale as the main line, mm. so I definitely do hope that they get to, they go all out on this. Yep, yep. Um, interesting. They're touching and, on Jurassic Park for the Ceratosaurus as well, um, which makes me wonder. I know they're mostly focusing on Jurassic Park right now, but I would be amazed if they ended up doing the male T Rex. Hmm. I don't even want to get my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be Rexy again, but I don't. But I, hey, a man can dream. Hmm. Well, the Stratosaur is an interesting one as their first go-to in this line, anyway. For JP3, we know we've got the Trinodon and uh, the male Raptor, male Raptor, female Raptor in the Amber Collection. So they've sort of touched on JP3 before, but um, mm-hmm. going straight to the Stratosaurus here, it's not a Spinosaur, it's not a T-Rex yet, and it's not a Raptor. Um, especially when you, there's not really going to be much of a repaint of the Stratosaurus, unless they're going to do a Jurassic World one later down the line as well, but um, yeah. I, I'm hoping the Dilophosaur looks looks fantastic too. I really want to see some vibrant colours on that, like the original mm. anim- animatronic. Um, and of course... Honestly, the only reason I didn't pick up the Amber Collection um Dilophosaurus, because it kind of felt like they skimped on the paint a bit. Mm. So I'm hoping they don't do that here. Yes, whereas I'm a fan of Dilophosaurus, so I picked it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I must have them all. Um, and of course, we can't start a new line without uh, Elian Grant um, back in their third, um, their third line. So we've had the Legacy line, we've had the... Uh, Emma collection line, now we're going to have the Hammond collection line with uh, an Alan and Ellie. I have seen some comments uh, hoping Grant's hat's removal. You can sort of have him later in the film where he's lost his hat post-breakout, but we'll see how that goes. We'll see what um, they're going to do with um, accessories and that for him too. I mean, I know the, and I know the silhouettes are Jurassic Park 1, like you got Ellie in the shorts and um, Grant with his sleeves half rolled up, but it would honestly be cool if they tied in with Dominion and did the Dominion versions. Well, surely there'd be a 
change in head sculpt. Uh, we sort of we know from the trailer Ellie's sort of sticking to the same sort of fashion she did thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, it may be just a, a color change on the clothing and um, and a different head sculpt, and you'd be able to do some of the Dominion stuff. Because that's that's the other thing too, where we're seeing a lot of the legacy stuff here, Hammer Collection, Amber Collection. Um, apart from Owen and Blue, it's all been nostalgia. Uh, go back and give us stuff we never got it in the past. There hasn't really been mm-hmm. any new new stuff. Um, I'd, I'd love a Ted Levine on the shelf. <laughs> as the, or as we said earlier, um, just some the of those creepy Tucker things. action. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> comes with a little bag of tea for something. It's, um, <laughs> And, of course, we're bringing the trio back. We're going to have Alan, Claire, and Maisie as well. Do some do some of the new figures as well, and not just the the 995 shampoo bottle <laughs> versions that um, we got for Fallen Kingdom. So, interesting to see what was com- what's coming anyway. Who in God's name do you think you are? John Hammond. And I'm delighted to meet you finally in person, Dr. Grant. <sighs> Stop. I can see that my uh, 50,000 a year has been well spent. All right, going into movie news, Fangoria magazine has released some images, uh, and they've done an article up in their magazine for um, the animat- well, looking at the animatronic crew and their creations ahead of Dominion release in June. We've got some fantastic photos here um, of some of the animatronics they've been working on, the Giganosaurus, the Pyroraptor, uh, Dilophosaur, the baby Proto... They're not Protoceratops. What are those little buggers called? Anyway, the little Ceratopsians and... Um, and the little sticky mollock in the cage as well. Just oh yeah, the um, the macro serratus. Uh, These were it. actually a species from the first novel that was part of the tour or part of the park in the first novel. Mm-hmm. And they have two ones. They got two of them here. And the on, in one picture they show a group of three babies. Stacked, uh, kind of laying together on a um, on a table, and I imagine those are probably going to be laying together in a cage somewhere. Somebody's selling them as part of an exotic pet trade because they mm. are adorable. It reminds me a lot of the the baby, um, uh, I thought baby Paris we've seen in the Jurassic World the exhibit uh, in the incubator. They had uh, yes, the, yeah. yes, they remind me of that too. Yeah, well, those, these look a little bit bigger bigger than that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they're cute. They're going to be the the bumpy baby bumpy of um, <laughs> of Dominion. It seems. Uh, then they also that. have an adult animatronic here. That I mean, he's kind of got the generic theropod feet, and the face looks to be unfinished. But at the same time, the color is just striking. It's like a kind of like a deep sea blue mm. with these lighter blue striations running across the body, and I just love it. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, Mummy's very angry. <laughs> she wants the babies <laughs> back, and maybe there is a scene where she um, breaks in and gets that cage. Gets her, uh, That's gets what her I think ones. so as well. Yeah. yeah. But there, that is some... Just even just the texturing on the, the skin and that and that colour, yeah, it, it looks fantastic, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to see that in 4K on the big screen. I know. Um, something else I can't wait to see 4K on the big screen, too, is the Pyraptor, which um, got the uh, animatronic here. The feathers look fantastic on it. And I like it because it has this kind of cool fire dragon kind of uh, motif about it. But at the same time, 
Okay, I'm going to kind of go on a little bit of a rant here because <laughs> yesterday we had these Fangoria images drop, right? And at the same on the same day, so there's a new series, a five episode series from Apple TV called Prehistoric Planet. It's kind of like a revival from the early 2000s Prehistoric Planet and where they released it in the same day. It kind of juxtaposes the Pyroraptor here, which kind of almost looks diseased in a way. In the final movie we see in the trailer that they really streamlined the feathers back so it doesn't look so mangy. But in it, but a lot of people are now juxtaposing it against the Velociraptor that we see in Prehistoric Planet where it's got this kind of like very streamlined body. It looks like a real animal. It doesn't look like a dragon like the Pyroraptor animatronic does here. And I kind of got into it. I made a comparison in the meme group Jurassic Park Raptor posing where or posting where it's the picture of the animatronic uh, next to a picture of the um, of the prehistoric planet Raptor, and it captions you, you versus the Raptor. She tells you not to worry about. Hmm. And so then I ended up getting into an interesting discussion with some with two of the commenters about just how far from mainstream science, Jurassic World has really diverged. I mean, they kind of disagreed with me on comparing these two just because they didn't think it was fair, but they brought up how they kind of hoped Dominion would be the last Jurassic Park movie and that they wished another dinosaur property would take Jurassic Park's place and the amount of influence it has on public opinion. And sadly, I sort of feel the same way. I mean, at this point, Jurassic Park is starting to feel like those schlocky 60 movies we made fun of nowadays. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Jurassic Park. Always will. Always have. But it's starting to feel like it had its time, and now that time's passing. Yeah. And it's just, I think this was my wake-up call. Apple TV, of all the places to have this incredible documentary after so many countless disappointingly bad dinosaur documentaries... And they come out with this on the exact same day that Fangoria releases the animatronic pictures. It just feels like the rest of the world is leaving Jurassic Park behind. And it almost feels like Rosemary's Baby among the cheesy Hammer horror flicks or like how Jurassic Planet is now what Jurassic Park was in 1993. It's the next generation. Mm. It's just, it feels like it's 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 surpassing Jurassic Park at being Jurassic Park. Where, I mean, we kind of got into the discussion where I think that there's a thing with the fandom where there it's meant to be accurate versus meant to be realistic. No, the Jurassic Park dinosaurs were never meant to be accurate, but they were meant to be realistic. They're meant to be animals, not movie monsters. And I think at some point, Jurassic World brought us into these are now movie monsters. They're just... They're the Hammer, they're Frankenstein, they're Dracula, they're these kind of classic dinosaurs that we grew up with, but don't really kind of have any relevance anymore, you know? Yeah. And I was kind of wondering how you felt about that, because, I mean, it's sad, but it feels like Jurassic Park is slipping away from public opinion on dinosaurs. It's not the leading dinosaur, uh, it's the leading place of consumption but it's not the leading view anymore every anybody anytime you bring up Jurassic Park in a museum it's oh Velociraptor was smaller and had feathers 
everybody knows this now. Nobody really, nobody is going to be fooled into thinking velociraptors were six feet tall and bald anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I feel like Jurassic Park isn't the place to premiere dinosaurs anymore. It's still a great place. It's still a great dinosaur movie, but it's not the leading premiere dinosaur movie. Yeah, well, it's got too far away from the beginnings where you go back to that behind-the-scene or the marketing stuff for Jurassic Park, and you got Steven Spielberg saying if someone asks him what did a dinosaur look like, he tells them to go watch Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Again, as you said, that's more um, um, function over form for the original designs. Crash come in, completely revolutionised the way dinosaurs looked in art and um, on screen sleeker, more modern, um, not just big dumb lizards with their tails dragging on the ground. <laughs> but um, I'm, And I'm sure others were doing it at the time too. I'm just mentioning Crash because he um, done the concept for Jurassic Park. But um, I, I think it's the problem now where you can just yada yada. Well, it's a Biosyn creation. There's other companies doing DNA. Yes, they might be doing their own versions um and making, oh, well, we're going to put feathers on this one because that's what they originally looked like. But then you're sort of getting that thing, well, we should be seeing if, 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 as you said, if this is the main dinosaur media because every other company that's tried to do some sort of dinosaur films failed because it's not a Jurassic film, or they just don't try it anyway, you want to be able to see those accuracies. Um, if they're saying, well, we're having Velociraptors or we're going to have a Pyraptor in this film, let's have it be the Pyraptor instead of, again, this sort of Frankenstein-looking thing, which, okay, yada, yada, it's probably a a Bison design. They didn't have all the DNA. They've put spider DNA in it or something, so it's not a complete um, animal. And that's where you're going to start getting these inconsistencies, as you said. Um, I suppose we should briefly mention that, that documentary. John Favreau directed... You've got um, which Richard? It's yeah. not Richard. Uh, Richard Attenborough. Which one is it? No, it's the brother. David. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David. Yeah. You've got David Attenborough narrating. You've got Hans Zimmer scoring. Like that's. I haven't seen anything. I've only seen pending posts that for people sharing the trailer and whatever else online. The last couple of days, I haven't actually watched any of it. But when you got that sort of team behind a documentary. Um, Old Laugh got more views than Dominion, honestly, <laughs> but uh, but it's not a name brand, so of course Dominion you can have people in cinemas. But um, yeah, I, I just think it's a it's a shame now. Where okay, Colin that wanted to make Jurassic open sourced, the DNA's out there, people can make whatever animals they want to. But that's the problem. If people are going to make whatever animals they want to, you can't say, well, this is a Pyraptor. This is you got to have it. This is Biosyn specimen one two three codenamed Pyraptor because that's the base DNA they used or something. You can't... I don't know. <laughs> same, same for the Giganotosaurus and that as well. We, um, Even though it's sort of more accurate to what we've seen or what we know the animal to be, um, you've still got the issues of the, the, the prologue and them being together with the Trinosaur and that sort of mm-hmm. thing as well. So, I don't know. It's, it's almost too like the, the films are being sort of dumbed down to the lowest common... Dominant, dominant denominator sort of your 10, 10 12 year old kids and that and of course they're going to go and go look mum a dinosaur and that sort of thing which Universal want Mattel want because then they're going to go out and buy the toys and that sort of thing as well um, 
but it just leaves the rest of us scratching our heads sometimes. <laughs> it's just that I kind of feel like, I mean, I don't let me, I'm not saying this at all about the people building the animatronics. I'm sure they're doing the best of their ability. It's just the visual design of the animals. It's just, I mean, you look at the Jurassic Park designs from that first movie. They All they essentially did was trace over skeletals from dinosaur books that they grabbed out of the library or wherever. And that was the, what we got. You look at the T-Rex, the skull is just uh, is just the American Museum of Natural History T-Rex skull with a little bit of added flair. The Velociraptor skull is based, is literally just Gregory Paul's Deinonychus skull traced over. It's very basic and it worked. It provided us the dinosaurs of the time. Nowadays, though, I mean, like, you look at this Pyroraptor, the eye isn't even where it's supposed to be. And that's that not something they fix on the CGI model, either. The eye yeah. is just kind of, like, in this giant kind of eye, eye socket. And then it's, like, kind of, like, pushed off into the corner. Yeah, I noticed that. But then again, that's... You can easily yada yada, that's... Well, it's, that's it's a lab experiment gone wrong, or it's not right there, and that's... That's a shame. Um, mm-hmm. And then that kind of defeats the whole purpose of having these so-called accurate dinosaurs in the movie. Hmm. You can't market these are the most accurate dinosaurs Jurassic World's ever seen and then fudge up that accuracy on such levels like this. Like this is basic this is basic anatomy failure. Yep. It'd be, it'd be like having a human where the eyeball is kind of like pushed into the forehead a bit it's just it's not it's ugly i'll just say it it's ugly it's doesn't even present an aesthetically pleasing view it like i said it looks like a fire dragon which is cool but it doesn't look like a real animal that actually lived even um <clears throat> just have a look at a photo here oh that might be the snarling feature um even looking at the photo here the sort of the grouping with all the animals together even the jawline um back under the eye it sort of raises and lowers again before it goes back to the back of the jaw and little just little details like i suppose the one one we can compare is the dilophosaur knowing we had an animatronic dilophosaur in the original film this i'm sure colin's going to come out soon and say that this is the dilophosaur from that original film um (laughs) Just even looking at it, I'd, I'm not going to lie, I think I mentioned it when we looked at the trailer, I was not a fan of the, uh, the what we've seen at the Lothsaur in the trailer, uh, the bulging eye and that sort of thing. The animatronic here looks a lot better design-wise, although you've got the frill sticking really tall above the crests, above the skull. Um, again, to be fair, though, that is something from the original design. I went and looked at this picture and then went back and compared it to the... Uh, a similar side view shot from the first movie, and the sculpt is so close, it's beautiful, and it looks like they actually referenced the original Stan Winston sculpt here. And you can see it just in the way that you got these ridged uh, bumps along the back, like the original animatronic did. You had the uh, ear back there on the back of the skull, like the original animatronic did. The eye is in the right place. The 
hands are kind of got those thick pads on them, like the original animatronic did. They did an incredible job designing this off um, and replicating the original animatronic. But that's the thing. The original animatronic was designed tracing a skeletal <laughs> out of a book. You can go, you can look up behind the scenes photos and there's crash drawing away at a Dilophosaurus while looking at a Dilophosaurus skeleton. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind the uh, the colors sort of being duller. Of course, if that animal is the original one, then um, I'm sure you can correct me on this, but I'm sure sort of animals as they get old, the vibrant colors and that fade because they're not knitting mm-hmm. to mate and attract it, all that sort of thing later in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, we see it in the movie. I think it's really cool that the uh, baby T Rex is this really vibrant kind of bright green. Mm-hmm. And then as you can see, the his father is this dark kind of molded green with a little bit of color along the back, but is a much darker version. And I think that's what we got here is the, um, is the baby Dilophosaurus has this very vit- uh, vibrant kind of venomous colors and then that darkens as it ages. That's yep. actually very common with a lot of uh, with both birds and crocodiles. In fact, mm-hmm. there are, there are bird species that they're very very vibrant when they're young, and the female won't even look at them until the colors darken because the female knows that he's not old enough yet. Oh wow! Interesting here too, the um we only see seven animatronics or seven Korea different species here. Um looking at the article, um Noel, uh, Jonathan Nolan was saying that uh they built thirty eight dinosaurs, <laughs> fourteen species he thinks. Um some being tiny like the Compies and then the Giga, which uh had the head of the size of a car, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, a lot of creatures we're not seeing here. Um obviously there'd have to be a blue, a beta animatronic of some descriptions, even if it's just the uh the old school man in a suit for blue or something. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's an Atrociraptor animatronic as well. Uh, but there's yeah. The, there's... We we know there's physical stand-ins. I'm not. I don't know about an animatronic though. I haven't seen anything about it, but I kind of hope so. Hmm. Surely. Uh, special effects. Being a special effects design, I'm sure they would work on those stand-in, like the Atrociraptor heads we've seen on sticks in Malta. Um, because they'd have to paint them all up and get them nearly colour match, wouldn't they, for what the CG is going to be, even though they're just a stand-in. Um, so maybe there isn't 38 um, dinosaur animatronics. There's these seven animatronics plus a couple others, and the rest are your stand-ins, your mannequins, um, mm-hmm. hands, that sort of thing. Clawed hands, if you need a hand insert insert shot or something. Yeah. I will say this is definitely something I've been missing from the last two movie uh, Lita uh, promotions is this kind of um, promotion with these physical models. Hmm. With Fangoria is kind of one of those magazines that it's got a legacy to it. It's known for doing its research. It's known for doing the um, 
is known for getting these exclusive interviews and photos and stuff like that. I actually have the five issues that they released for the first three movies. There's two for Jurassic Park, two for Lost World, and then one for Jurassic Park 3. So I'll be very excited if I can track this down and add it to my collection. So far, we've only had like phone shot, phone picture shots from these from this magazine. It's a UK publication, so tracking one down is kind of going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But I hope I can, and I hope that if I can't, somebody at least scans these pictures yeah. in high quality. <clears throat> yeah, and that's. Having those original magazines, some of the best best photos of the animatronics we've ever got from the franchise. Um, he, I will call us back to, even though we knew that we were going to get more animatronics for Fallen Kingdom than we did over Jurassic World, we did get that video released, so that little mini making of where we had Claire and uh, Franklin in the gyrosphere roller coaster, um, and the, the blue animatronic on the table of Zia and that working on it, and getting a good little look behind the scenes like that before the film coming out. Um, although these are in Fangoria, I would not be surprised if we get these photos in the Jurassic World tabletop book as well. Um, hopefully. And it, they might be a little bit bigger photos than what you get in the magazine as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you when you shared these, we felt surprised they still uh, were still printing <laughs> magazines. I thought most... Um, I know a lot of magazines have gone online only now. And I know it's not well, the that's same the as funny having... thing is that Fangoria actually went out of business, and this is the revival of the oh. magazine. Oh, right, yeah. It's been it, the original run ran from like um, 2017, or I'm sorry, uh, 1930 or 73 or something like that, or 87. I remember it was like 40 something years, so mm-hmm. it was like. It ran from the 1970s up until the late 2010s, or late 20, or late 2000s, and I think it went out of business in like the early 2010s. Which would explain and now why this is no... like the revival. This is like issue number 16, I guess, and they release monthly issues. Which is why we never got one for Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom. But yeah, lucky for us, they're back. Uh, they're back for Dominion, um, mm-hmm. and get to give us these great shots. Um, anything else on the animatronic? Uh, no, I am very excited to see these amount of animatronics, though. Yeah, yep. yep. And can't wait to see what they do with them on, on screen as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that's it for March's news. Um, we're hoping, or I'm hoping there's going to be another a second trailer in uh, April, um, as well as something more for Camp Cretaceous Season 5, but... Um, for us here anyway, the Fallen Kingdom Minute will premiere this week uh, following this news uh, episode, so stay tuned. Um, all the details are going to be in that first episode. We're going back to uh, one-week releases. Um, if you've got any feedback for the show, hit us up and we'll discuss it when we are next record. But David, I think that's it for the March Minutes. How about we get out of here? All right. All right.